What is the last part of the body that dies? It's certainly not self-esteem. <laughs> uh, that is 100% first. What? What is the answer? Irises. They, uh, they dilate. <laughs> Actually, that's really good. Painful. It's not that painful, actually. I like that one. I'm going to use that. I'm going to tell it to my mother. There you go. It's a good mom joke. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to Contagious Curiosity with Kat and Lainey. I'm Lainey. And I'm Kat. And we are so happy to have you guys here today. We are covering some weird, odd, ooky-spooky stuff, which we know you love. I, I think it was more geared towards, like, how we were describing it to each other was, like, a medical an anomaly. But we don't want anybody to feel, well, maybe what Lainey talks about is a little bit more out of the, out of the park. But what, I, what I'm about to talk about, um, I, you know, no offense to anybody. I just want to say ahead Oh, God, of time, it's still an anomaly. It's still, like, it's, uh, well. It's, well, it's, it's still an anomaly, it's, but it's not it's that weird. Rare. No, it's weird. No, it's weird. It's, it, is, it is weird. <laughs> it's weird, and it's looking at me. And you'll understand why. But it's good. It's, it's good. Um, we hope that you guys enjoyed the last episode, actually, the trivia episode that mm -hmm. came out last Friday. I'm pretty damn excited about it myself, and we definitely need to perform more games. So we really do hope uh, you enjoyed that one, guys. Yeah, it was super fun to do. I, I really liked uh, testing myself a lot on that as well, like trying to find questions that I knew you would most likely know that were weird and odd that I already knew. I don't know. It was fun. I had a really good time. What, what I, I did have a good time too, but I also like how I went with like that general like grade school, high school trivia, and you were like, and you went dark and deep, and I'm I was humiliated <laughs> when I was when I was editing it. I felt humiliated at times because I was like, "Cat, you stupid bitch, you stupid bitch, you should have known better." And as I'm listening to myself, like oh, I feel voiding out the background noise. I'm like, I'm like, the fuck? Come on, the fuck though, the fuck though, you stupid bitch. There were a couple with the nostalgia ones that I felt the exact same way. Way where I was just like, "Oh, oh, I am. Mm, oh, 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 I'm gonna oh, carry oh. this with me. It's gonna come up, and like I'm gonna think about it at 3 a.m. when I'm lying in bed, and all the other terrible mistakes I've made in my life are like, you know, doing a parade. And yeah, it's it's there. It's there for life. And then we sent it out to the rest of the world to hear. So you know, wake woo, up, wake woo. up in a cold sweat. <laughs> wake up in a cold sweat with Nick next to you. <gasps> The answer is New Zealand. Park theme song. Oh, the oh that nostalgia, the nostalgia episode. Okay, yes. I was so certain that you would get it, and I'll never forget your face. Like you're like, I just don't, I just don't get it. And I was like, you should be fucking ashamed. I was. I am. It's lasting. I'm here. Something is magical. For some reason, I don't know what it is, but it's always just like. I don't want to sound like an idiot, so I just don't guess, even though I have <laughs> a guess, and it's usually the right answer, but I just don't say it. I fucking hate it. See, so we, have the, we have that in, in, in difference, because I will just, I'll just start, <laughs> I'll, I'll just list. spout out stupid shit, and I'll just, I'll just keep <laughs> going, because I have to, like, I'm like, if I stop talking, then I'm going to end my turn, and I'm going to fail, and what if I get it right? <laughs> <laughs> so, Lainey, what are you drinking yes. today? 
So today I have got some Tito's vodka and a little bit of fruit juice, some pineapple and some mango juice in there, and then topped off with just a little bit of simple syrup honey and seltzer because I love seltzer and it has to go in everything. That does sound good and it also sounds thick. It's actually, it's, it's like in between because the it's ice cubes have now melted and the vodka is not as thick. Like, I love how you say the about. ice cubes have melted. You just made that drink like five minutes ago. It is. That brings me to a, another point, ladies and gentlemen. It is so fucking hot here in New Jersey. It is miserable. I hate it. I'm having a terrible week because of it. And my air conditioner, yeah, it's remaining on. I'm sorry. It's not great audio quality. I know that. This isn't great radio. But you know what? Mm, I'm not going to suffer for you. I draw the line here at melting my balls off. I won't do it. I don't it. know, man. I like if it means them. anything, I can't hear it. I'll, and honestly, that, that teeny tiny bit of white noise isn't as bad as you might think. Although, when I was editing one of our episodes, um, I you know there are these little little bits where obviously you're not talking but there was always like this underlying bit of sound and so only on your audio so either your your mic always picks up like the fine details because i don't hear it i don't hear it but then when i get your your raw file and i'm starting to mix all this stuff together i'm like oh my god i can literally fucking hear like yeah i don't know why i've got every like protection i got the little little cover on it i got the spec or the the boom guard like I, i just i i don't know picks up yeah. everything no it's all right it's so, not even that big of a deal it's barely it's barely there <laughs> yeah so if you hear it in the background get over it i'm sorry oh <laughs> what are you drinking we're, this we're, week you know what you know what <laughs> fuck you you know what you don't fuck like you, you, it's you don't like the ac i'm not in the fuck mood you. I'm not in the mood. I've had a terrible week my pits are sweating <laughs> my ice cubes have melted <laughs> i can't tell you how many times i've had to put on deodorant like in one day, just over and over again, because you, you, you're gonna wipe it. You know, you get, you get so sweaty that if you don't wipe yourself down, you know, you're. It's just gonna get worse the longer you wait to do it, inevitably wipe it down, and then you got to apply more deodorant. It is. I hate it. This is why I left California. This is why I don't live in California. Uh, as some would say, this is why we live in places where the bugs die in the winter, or they hibernate at least, or bury themselves. Three feet under the ground. I do yeah, want to say I don't. I don't have as much of the pit problem as I do the underboob problem. Mm. Like where I'm like I'm like there's just so much heat under these magnificently large, gigantic breasts. Wow. <laughs> In case yeah. anybody didn't know, head on over to our Instagram page if you would like to see them. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Except, <laughs> won't you be disappointed? <laughs> So to get people wanna, over there somehow. Do you want <laughs> breasts over here at Cat and Laney? Breasts. Just keep Send saying it over. And, send your friends. <laughs> if we keep saying it enough, some 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 kind of algorithm is going to pick it up. Breasts. Mm-hmm. So hot do you roll chicks a, in your area. <laughs> hot <laughs> locals. Hot local moms with with sweaty under breasts. Farmersonly.com. I have a farmersonly.com, thank you. <laughs> of course you do. I, do. I you have, have to. to. I, I wanted to see what was on there. I wanted to see what was on there. I live in rural Maine. I was like, there's got to be a couple. There's got to be a couple. 
Ooh, I don't I, th I don't know why this is hitting me in such a fantastic way because of course you do but at the same time <laughs> it, just, it fills me with such elation like I'm just so <laughs> I'm so happy to know this thank you you know what's even more hilarious is I shouldn't even say this but because I use the same login for almost everything in my life it was so I was I, I actually had forgotten I had made one but I was like it, it has to be this and I logged right in and I was like oh there's like 13 of them, Lainey. There's like 13 of them. Oh, that is nice. You get your, I, so yeah. many options. So many It's only options. Maine. It's not Idaho. We need to take it easy. We need to take it easy. <laughs> so do you want to roll? Do you want to roll the die to see who goes first? Sure. All right. So I would say if I get a four, five or six, I go first. One through three, you go first. All right. All right, I'm gonna press it. Are you ready? Yeah. Oh God damn it! It makes you install. Oh, it was a one. So you get to go first. I'm actually really excited for this. I've been waiting for you to talk about this. So, I do know. I do know what. Obviously, you know, I can't give that. You know, can't pretend that didn't happen. Now, I do know what she's gonna talk about, but I didn't do her research for her. So I'm very excited to to hear what you have to say about this topic. Yeah, it's fun. It's, it's kind super of fun. It's kind it's of it's kind of haunted me since I was a child. Like the words when you say them out loud, the words it does always... invoke a very powerful image. Like it does cannot... that and a memory, like a, like a memory that doesn't exist there, but like from like a show randomly when I was in grade school, mm. like you know, like those crazy and like crazy anomalies that happened, and it just shows the picture of some man's shoes at the bottom of a chair and yeah. like ash and. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. So, so if you first. haven't been able to guess from that, I am talking about spontaneous human combustion. That's right. And yeah, nice. no, I do remember. Like, I don't remember the exact instant, but I do remember the feeling of being like, "Oh, that's a." That's a thing that I now have to worry about. I know. That's I'll never forget. That's literally, <laughs> I remember this black and white image of like this old chair, like one that like, you know, our grandmothers would have. And there was mm. a pair of shoes at the bottom of it. And just like an ashy figure of what once was a human in the chair. Like, you know, not that the chair would light on fire or anything like that. Like just how ominous mm. that image was. And I was just like, it I was. remember being terrified because I was like, oh, we're going to light on fire. Now as yeah. an adult, I'm like, I'm like, all right, let's talk about this. Let's all right, let's, 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 let's look at this a little bit. But I just remembered, you have not discussed what you were going to be drinking. So I'm going to let you do that really quick. Oh. Once you say what you're drinking, and then I'm going to, I'm going to talk about some people catching on fire. Yeah. Our structure, our structure when it comes to the star, I really just like sitting and hanging out and talking and chatting. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And just kind of shooting That's the shit over there. But I am <laughs> drinking. I, I, I did. I, I myself kept it, kept it simple as I tend to. I am drinking tequila and squirt soda. It is not the best, but it does. <laughs> but, but it does. It gets you drunk quick. Um, and I don't need very much. And I'm sipping on it like a man who would be sipping on a 20 year old bottle of scotch. So mm, there you go. Well, yeah, I, I picked it. I picked it because I thought it would be just, a, you know, that also like squirt. The word squirt invokes many images. See, I immediately yeah. think of pimples and like squirting. But I, other people, 
you may think of something else when they hear the word squirt. But that'd be no me. matter who you are, you think of something. And I think it's giant for this episode. Giant breasts. <laughs> Anyways, I'm just being silly now. All right, I'm just joshing. Uh, that was a joke. All right, here we go. So, spontaneous human combustion, or SHC, has been oh. baffling and fascinating the masses for nearly four centuries. It all started in 1641 when Danish medical expert Tarmus Botholin published... I'm probably pronouncing that last name completely wrong. I've said it like a pe- million different people, ways in my head. Bartholin, people have come to Bartholin, expect this from Bartholin. us. Yeah. Just, you know what? We're here, we're, we're here, we're here to, to bring you I'm information. I'm invoking some Alistair Crowley. Um, your will is like your way. And so whatever I say, the, his name is, is what his name is. Cause I, that's what his that's name what is. That's what, that's what it is. <laughs> I've always admired that confidence in you, sister. So Thomas Bartholin published his most prized work. Now this, I know I'm going to fuck up. All right. The Historium Anatomicorium Rariorium. Anatomicarium. There we go. Anatomicarium. You, you better be careful. You better be careful because I see some shit floating in the background. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shit just starts rising from the desk. <laughs> so that, that book, his most prized work, it catalogs strange medical cases from throughout history. And in this book was the first recorded account of spontaneous human combustion that presumably took place in 1470 when an Italian knight named Polonus Vosterus decided to kick back and relax with a couple glasses of wine. As the story goes, Polonus unexpectedly started belching fire and was engulfed in flames until he was completely burnt and expired before his mortified parents. By the time Bartholin heard this story, though, it had passed down through the knight's entire family over about 200 years. And medical knowledge and understanding was still a long way to go, so the likelihood of the story being scientifically factual is pretty slim at best. Mm. But it was only the beginning. It was the first, you know, it was the first recorded case anyway. For anyone who may be wondering, spontaneous human combustion is when a person suddenly bursts into flames while they are still living or shortly after dying, seemingly without an external source, accelerant, or igniter. Often, SHC, I'm not going to say spontaneous human combustion every single time. It's too long. It's too long. (laughs) You're going to have to deal with SHC. So often, SHC is theorized when a person has been burned to death, but there is no sign of fire damage to the surroundings other than to the body. Typically, when SHC is supposed, the body is not just burned and blistered, it has been reduced reduced to little more than ash, only with a few bits and pieces left unharmed. Usually, calves, feet, and hands are all that is left of the grisly reminder that this was once a living person. There have been examples of charred body or what's left of a body sitting in an undamaged chair or bed with only with the only thing seemed to have caught fire was the person themselves and nothing else. This crazy it's that phenomenon. Image, bro. It's yeah. that image, bro. It's haunting. <laughs> it's it is very haunting. This crazy phenomenon has stirred the imaginations and fears of people all over the world ever since. But you know what it also reminds me of is almost everybody that I know that's like my age or around my age has like one courage, the cowardly dog. 
episode that like messed them and scarred them more than any of the others because you know it would come on later at night and there's there there's one episode that usually just messed with what like you specifically more than yeah. any of the others oh, okay and, yes yes yeah so it's like that same type of just the image of like the first you know supposed spontaneous human combustion picture you see that grisly picture with just ash and shoes just sticks in your brain as like you know i was so i was so young i think when i first saw <laughs> traumatize it. you i think it was on some kind of like some kind of uh educational channel my dad used to watch all those like you know, cryptid, sh- cryptic show, cryptid mm-hmm. shows, and and you know, historical shows. But then, like, there there would be these weird ones peaked in and, and and conspiracy. And then there would be oh, yeah. these weird ones that's like, oh, you know, the odd deaths are like the most peculiar human conditions, and like those types yes. of things. And they just oh, they're so they, good. They just stick. They do. Yeah, I. That's usually why there's like an age limit on certain things, but. Eh. My, my, neither of our parents cared about those to follow those. They, oh no, my parents definitely did, but I figured out that the password was <laughs> literally the last four of our phone number for the house. Oh, so, there you go. Yeah, no, they practically asked for that. <laughs> All right. So anyway, even though Bartholin had written about it a few centuries before, SHC really caught people's attention in the 19th century when Charles Dickens killed off one of his characters in Bleak House with this method. Critics rolled their eyes at this decision, accusing Dickens of legitimizing something of fantasy. Dickens shot back and referred to 30 different historical cases as proof that it was real and many other writers have taken up the reins and further and further try to legitimize it by including SHC in their stories. However, as we've discussed previously on this show, 1800s medical understanding and practices were little more than guesswork and butchery by today's standards. So I don't really know how much I trust historical cases of, like, anything medical that far back, you know, in history. Well, <laughs> I mean, if, we, if we're going to go oh, ahead and just... Ghosts in just... your blood. Better drain that blood. Well, I'm going to say, though, if we're going to just start cherry-picking things that we want to remember in history we have to go back through our past couple of episodes and like remember oh, oh no i know <laughs> some of the things that were like and you know what happened like 500 years ago cuz i fucking do <laughs> <laughs> but do we but do we <laughs> oh god i just like i'm so i'm so happy to be alive today in this era of medical science and just things like we're not just dying all the time of crazy random things. Well, you know, you know what, you know, what's helpful vaccinations. Yeah. You know what, Kat? You're 1000% correct. 2000. 2000. Vaccinations are a miracle. Somebody in uh, lower New York here just got polio. So that's cool. Yeah. Fucking vaccinate your kids, people. Anyway. Anywho. (laughs) Anywho. So now, before we get into potential explanations, scientific or otherwise, let's talk about five of the many recorded cases over history. So, starting off, we have Countess Cornelia Zangari Bondi. She was born July 20th, 1664, and was an Italian noblewoman, generally known for the circumstances surrounding her mysterious death. In March of 1731, 
is uh, she was at her last dinner at the age of 66 years old, and the countess was apparently, quote, dull and heavy. Some, <laughs> some oh. accounts were... Why are they mm-hmm. calling me out Dull this way? <laughs> <laughs> Some accounts report that the Countess was a brandy drinker and used to sprinkle camphorated brandy on her body to relieve physical pain. When the Countess re- uh, retired to her room for the night, she was accompanied by one of her maids. The two women spent a few hours together, and by the time the maid left the room, Cornelia Bandy, Bondi had already fallen asleep. The next day, she, when she did not wake up at her usual time, the maid went to wake Cornelia and found what little remains were left of the Countess. Here's an excerpt from Paul Rowley describing the scene. Oh, it's rough. <sighs> the way this is written, too, it's not in like English how we write today. It's all oh, random things capitalized. Wonderful. And, like, there's no E-D, so it's, like, it's, you know, apostrophe D. It's odd. Read it, it's read it as it was it's written. really good. Read it as it was written. Four feet distance from the bed, there was a heap of ashes, two legs untouched, from the foot to the knee, with their stockings on. Between them was the lady's head, whose brains, half of the back part of her skull, and the whole of the chin were burnt to ashes, amongst which were found three fingers blackened. All the rest was ashes, which had this particular quality that they left in the hand when taken up a greasy and stinking moisture the air in the room also observed cumbered with soot floating in it a small oil lamp on the floor was covered with ash but no oil in it two candles in a candlestick upon the table stood upright the cotton was left in both but the tallow was gone and vanished somewhat of the moisture was about the feet of the candlestick. The bed received no damage. The blankets and sheets were only raised on one side, as when a person rises up from it or goes in. The whole of the furniture, as was the rest of the bed, or as was the chest of drawers, even to foul the linens. Nay, the soot was also gone into a neighboring kitchen and hung on the walls, movables, aid utensils, all of it. From the pantry, a piece of bread covered with soot brown and black was given to several dogs all of which refused to eat it in the room above it was moreover taken notice that from the lower part of the windows trickled down a greasy loathsome yellowish liquor and thereabout they smelled like stink without knowing of what and saw the soot fly around it was remarkable that the floor of the chamber was so thick smeared with the gluish moisture it could not be taken off, and the stink spread more and more through the other chambers. Fucking gross, dude. <laughs> okay, all right. So the maid, the maid was with this person for hours before leaving the room. No other witnesses, mm-hmm. and then the same mm-hmm. person came and discovered them in the morning. And I mean, the tallow and the tallow from the lamp was gone, and tallow itself is also a fatty, like organic substance mm-hmm. um i've always i know that there's you have more to talk about but i just find it fascinating that even even if spontaneous combustion isn't something that is truly 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 real or like there's so much speculation around it you can't help but admit that 
a fire's fire and it's very unpredictable Mm -hmm. right and when most of these stories in general that i've that i have at least heard in just random random folklore and and just and just word of mouth and just random stories that pop up you know are all centralized you know it's on the person themselves it doesn't affect the things around them the man the man in the chair that kind of thing like fire touches things and fire spreads but when you have like when you think about an oil lamp when you have like a fatty greasiness when you have lard when you when you it does stay centralized because of how the flames how the flames react to that substance they don't they don't necessarily spread because it's also it, it's hot in degree and temperature but it's also a different kind of fire because of the fact that it's muted by all the fat and lard combined with that the with, lamp with, yeah, about? well, not just a lamp, but like even spontaneous combustion, the human body, there's so much to burn. It's so much. It's so yes. centralized that yes. it does make sense that the fire wouldn't spread because it's a heavy, thick substance that it burns slowly on. Hence why, you know, oil lamps. There's a reason why. I mean, obviously, if you dump an oil lamp and you, you know, light it on so fire, I'm it actually going to talk about this. Yes. Oh, good. Exactly. Good. OK. Yeah. OK. Yeah. No, you're con- spot on. Continue. so that was the countess but yeah could you imagine just like picking up you know one of the fingers and just this stinking sticky yellowish moisture this gluish substance that is lard everything that is the fat that is that is rendered human fat that's that is dripping from the walls and we are touching it which makes sense too, because of just how the things would stick in the air if there was no circulation. Mm-hmm. So, oh, fascinating, fascinating shit. It is. It really is. Because no matter what was the cause, these were crazy scenes. You know, even if humans don't just like go, Poof, you know, and just like blow up for absolutely Poof. no reason, and there's like these are crazy scenes for people to witness and walk into and have to experience and their loved ones or people, you know, like it's traumatic no matter what. And especially when it's, there seems like there's no real answer. I don't know. That's gotta be, it's gotta be really weird to lose somebody to what you consider spontaneous human combustion. Anyway, then there was Nicole Millet in 1725. She was the wife of a Parisian innkeeper who was found only after her husband roused the entire inn when he smelled smoke. What was left of her was in the kitchen, almost completely reduced to ash. However, nothing else in the kitchen was damaged. Damaged. Even the wooden utensils around her lay unburnt. Other accounts claim that she died on a straw pallet with the straw only a little damaged. The scene looked suspicious, and so her husband was tried and found guilty for her murder. However, on appeal, he used the spontaneous human combustion defense and was exonerated. Nicole's death was officially found to be due to, quote, a visitation of God. Oh, I'm sorry, am I boring you? No, I'm listening. No, oh, are you? Yes, I am listening to you. Are you? <laughs> Stop it. Continue. So, yeah. Vis- so, yeah. The, by the court's decision, she died from a visitation from God. And her husband was let go. His appeal but went like- through. What was that? 
Sorry, you cut out for a second. So, no, I'm just trying to imagine... I'm just trying to imagine, like, how... How that, that happened. Yeah. Because, <laughs> because I want to also believe that, that spontaneous combustion is a thing, but I also want to believe that you can't just use that to get out of murder. This was 1725. I don't know any particulars of the case, so I don't want to be slandering this poor dead guy if he really didn't do it, but it is also, like... Weird. She's a witch. She's a witch. <laughs> Late at night on Christmas Eve in 1885, Matilda Rooney was alone in her kitchen when she suddenly burst into flames in the small farming town of Seneca, Illinois. The fire quickly incinerated her entire body, except for her feet. The incident also claimed the life of her husband, Patrick, who was found suffocated by the smoke in another room of the house. There was no reason to suspect foul play, but it was known that the Rooneys had been drinking and relaxing with whiskey that evening. A farmhand who had spent a few hours with them beforehand had, no had not noticed anything out of the ordinary. Wow. Ordinary. Furthermore, no source of ignition could be found for the blaze. Although the flames had been so intense that it reduced Matilda Rooney to ashes and a few fragments of bone, the flames had not spread to the rest of the room. The fire seemed to have started in her body and stayed confined there. Now, we are in the winter of 1904. Bimbrook Farm, near Gimsby in England, an employer came into his kitchen to see a young woman sweeping, unaware that the back of her was engulfed in flames. It was brought to her attention only after the employer tackled her to the ground and smothered the flames with wet sacks. Is what was described as being used. Wet the sacks. Woman, yeah. The woman was badly burned and must have been alight for a little while. But she had no idea. So that's very odd. And last and most recent case of spontaneous human combustion happened only a few years ago in Ireland. On December Ooh. 22nd, 2010. 2010. Michael Faherty. His, Michael Faraday's neighbor was woken by the sound of the fire alarm. When he got no answer from Faraday, he quickly called the authorities. Faraday's home was searched and forensic experts from the Garde, which is like the similar kind of to the FBI, and the fire service. Fer Faraday's body had been found lying on his back with his head closest to an open fireplace. The fire had been entirely confined to the sitting room and was o the only damage was found that was found was to the totally burnt body, the ceiling above, and the floor beneath him. No trace of any accelerants were found and there was nothing to suggest foul play had taken place. Assistant Chief Fire Chief Officer Gary O'Malley told the inquest into the death that after a thorough investigation, fire officers were satisfied that the open fire was not the cause of the blaze, which led Fair to Faraday's death. A post-mortem carried out by pathologist Grace Callagy? Callagy? Oh. Well, it's, 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 it's Irish. It could be a lot of things. That sounds very Irish. <laughs> it, they, it is Irish. Noted that Faraday had suffered from type 2 diabetes and hypertension, but did not die from heart failure. Callagy concluded that the, ex quote, the extensive nature of the burns sustained precludes determining the precise cause of death. So because he was so badly burnt, she couldn't tell what right. actually specifically killed him. 
In September of 2011, though, the West Galway coroner, Dr. Carrion McClellan, made a statement to, the, to an inquiry, quote, This fire was thoroughly investigated, and I am left with the conclusion that this fits into the category of spontaneous human combustion, for which there is no adequate explanation, end quote. However, Benjamin Radford, science writer and deputy editor of the science magazine Skeptical Inquirer, sounds super fun. Sounds like a really fun magazine. Skeptical Inquirer. (laughs) Yeah. As if National Inquirer wasn't already just a staple in uncertainty and lies. Oh, God. Well, and that, he contends, quote, The Faraday case may not be as mysterious as it looks. There was, after all, an open fire close to the un- to the burned body. It seems like that it seems likely that a spark or ember might have popped out of the fire onto his clothing and caught them on fire. It's not clear why the coroner conclusively ruled this explanation out. See, and that's the thing, though, is that like spontaneous combustion's always been there. It's always been a topic of conversation. It's always been a puzzler, you know. A, but m- more what? often than not. More often than not, it's there's some other type of explanation that can be made. Yeah. <laughs> so there are was, a few. I was really hoping that you was you were gonna bring me magic today and tell me it was all real. Well, that's the thing though is that like let me get let me let me talk about it a little bit. Let me show you the two sides. I'm gonna talk a little bit about some like. You know, supposed theories and causes for SHC, and then we're going to talk about a little science, and then we're going to talk about what you and I think personally. Okay. So, there are a few key commonalities that pop up in almost every recorded case of SHC. After hearing those, can you guess what they are? Can you, can, do you think you can guess what any of them are? The like the so when somebody is investigating possible SHC. Mm-hmm. What are the like These the key commonality like the, the like the things that pop up the 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 feet ankles and calves or lower extremities and or extremities and fingers tend mm-hmm. to be tend to be still left um, mm-hmm. furniture and other items in the household or around the body are remained untouched um, they uh, they have a separate illness but can't have it or aren't necessarily having it related to how they died alcoholism or use of alcohol and or uh tobacco or anything that lights fire or lamps um enclosed small spaces i've noted those types of things that's what i'm noting. yes yes good perfect so even in the very first case of I'm, the uh, night- hold on hold on hold on hold on i'm sorry was i was i paying attention um i don't know L- let me ask you about specifically nicole millet what happened with Nicole Millet? All Cat. right, continue. Just, just, just continue. <laughs> Anyways, this, I mean, like, who the fuck cares? Like, we, it's fine. Just go. <laughs> All right. Woo! <laughs> I love you so much. I love you too. <laughs> so even in the very first known case of the night Polonus Vosterus, it, we had the presence of one of the most highly debated components, copious amounts of alcohol. It, Got that one? <laughs> yep. In almost every case, the person who succumbed to SHC had either been drinking the night of their death 
heavily or were proper alcoholics that regularly consumed high quantities. This has led wanna, many... Sca- I, I just want to notice the difference. Proper alcoholic and drinks <laughs> it and puts it in their body. Other alcoholic sprays it on their body to think that there's some kind of medical like advantage to that which was yes. part of that story like who the fuck does that who the fuck dabs some brandy well it was well it was um oh what is it called oh it's a certain type she does something to it uh, uh cam- she did something i can't remember but i all i remember is that you told me that she dabbed brandy on her camphorated so camphor is like that paste that, like, you put on for, like, aches and pains. It's I made right. out of a certain type of tree. And, like, that is... So she would add brandy to that, which actually does, like... It would be a numbing agent. It would be a numbing agent in a way because, yeah. well... Alco- but she used it alco- topically. She was like, well, brandy's not gonna... It's not, but it's a t- it still could be considered a topical agent during that time. Yes. Because, no, during the time, for sure. Because because of the numbing aspects it might have. Also, alcohol was entirely different back then. So mm-hmm. that shit could have had medication in it, for all <laughs> I know. All right, anyways. Uh, back in the days when doctors would prescribe heroin and cocaine. For the ghosts and in your blood. And smoking was good was for you. Mm. Mm. I know. Why can't we bring cocaine back in Coca-Cola? I mean, like... <laughs> It's not that of big all, deal, of, guys. Of all times to be alive, I feel like people... Actually, maybe cocaine <laughs> would really ruin things, wouldn't it? I think probably, it might. Could probably I think we're Xanax. already like on, the, like on the brink. I don't think just throwing drugs into the mix would be a great thing right now. I feel like that I would be the breaking point. Or maybe it'd bring us all together. Who knows? I Who really suppose. knows? <laughs> okay. But anyway... <laughs> <laughs> I like how you said it that time. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> this has led many skeptics and believers alike to believe that alcohol might be one of the key causes. Albeit for different reasons, but at least they can actually mostly agree on one thing. Other hallmark or commonalities is that the vast majority of the victims are female. Almost all are middle-aged or elderly. They were overweight. The bodies not merely burned, but reduced to ashes, and there was not much, if any, fire damage done to the victim's surroundings, and there are typically a few extremities left in the rubble. I that did good. Once, did I yeah. do good? I did good. You did pretty yeah. good. You did real yes. good. Yes. Anybody who loves community. <laughs> yes, you're a good dean. You did a good job, <laughs> dean. Thank you. That's what I wanted to hear. I did good, Frankie. I did good. So there are a number of cases where it appeared that the bodies burned from the inside out. The bodies being reduced to ash is really the key component that keeps this mystery, uh, the mystery of SHC alive to this day. And according to Dr. Jeffrey Utz, different people have different percentages of their bodies that are made up of water. So this might be yet another thing to bring, you know, bring into babies have the most amount of water being born at around 78% by one year of age. The amount drops to about 65% in adult men, about 65 to 85% of their bodies could be water. And like I said, it's mostly women who combust. So they have lower quantities. Um, And however, fat tissue does not have as much water retention as lean tissue does. And so in adult women, Fat makes up more of the body than it does men, so they have about 55 to 65% of their bodies made out of water. 
And because most humans, by percentage, are over half water, it makes us very difficult to burn completely. So the fact that these, you know, people who are, are allegedly victims of spontaneous human combustion are burnt to ash and rendered right. fat on the walls, you know, is, is kind of crazy. And that's, that's the, like, the biggest mystery that keeps all of this alive and why we're still talking about it centuries later. Exactly. Something that's still completely an anomaly, but these events have happened and nobody can figure out why. Like we can figure out we can figure out some crazy and insane things. We can figure out how people have died, when they've died. Like the manner in which they have died and and why like and 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 a, and a million tiny little observations beyond that, but yet spontaneous human combustion Though not necessarily proven as a scientific true anomaly. Yeah, it's a pseudoscience. Still, still has, exactly, still has standing because there are certain recorded events that just fucking can't be explained. There are a lot of scientists who would argue with that. But <laughs> because well, a lot of it is like things not being recorded correctly. And well, yes, well, things hence, being intentionally left out, of and it's the not, and, it, and it's probably just a bizarrely low chance, and so the percentage of uh, something like this happening is so few and far between and rare that when it should be recorded, it often is probably looked at as an oversight and possibly arson or died in a fire. Oh, the person <laughs> was the person was smoking cigarettes, maybe. They spontaneously combusted, but because they were smoking yeah. cigarettes in the house, that one in some whatever millionth chance of a person actually doing this, they actually did cause harm and damage to their surrounding areas. And we just succumbed it to, oh, they were a smoker and they fell asleep while smoking. <laughs> I think about this. Sure. Maybe. Well, <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to be on the side of it. I know. I know. It's, that's the thing, is it keeps coming, like, uh, we'll get to it, we'll get to it, we'll get to it at the end. We'll talk about it. We'll I love how you were like, I love how you were like, uh, you know, I'm only talking about this one thing, and it's five pages. I'm afraid mine's going to be so much less than yours, like, my information that I'm going to surprise oh. you with. This is blowing my mind. Yeah, <laughs> it's fine. So our flesh and our fat melt away relatively easily, like we had been talking about a little bit earlier. Especially since fat is an accelerant. But our bones are typically very difficult to destroy with regular, quote unquote, regular fire. It will take hours of constant and precise heat to be reduced to ashes. I mean, think about, you know, different murderers that you've, you know, seen on like cold case files or something that they thought they were destroying the evidence by like burning a body. But, you know, only part of the flesh you know, dies away and the bones are left completely intact. And yeah, people so people often forget that they'll totally warrant your goddamn campsite. If you think <laughs> that you have a fire pit in your backyard and that the police are not coming to dig six feet down and three feet wide, or six feet wide, three feet down, you are fucking joking. Like they're com they're coming for they're coming for your campfires. I'll tell you, you can't get away with it. Yep. Literally microscopic amounts of detail. Don't tread on people. Me. 60, 70, 80 year old men and women being arrested because of a fucking follicle-less piece of hair that was collected in the 60s or 70s and has been stored 
ever since then. There was literally an article about about like a, a seventy something year old man finally getting arrested, and they say I say follicle lists because I think because it's easier to take a DNA strand when you have the follicle of the hair yep. root, and and these were just like small bits and pieces, but the DNA was able to be traced to like an. 70 something year old man who was oh, yeah, like in California, arrested. like the Green River Killer. He yes, finally, yes, yeah. yes. He they well, that did was, that, they did that with reverse genealogy, which they did. was fucking brilliant. And the fact that there's that woman, like, spent oh god, she worked so hard and went through back through so many different things. And yeah, I think Patton Oswald's wife, it's Patton also, Oswald's like, wife. I know exactly what you're talking about. It was yeah. Patton Oswald's wife that helped actually convict the green river well, killer because of she her did co- so much work co- that it killed her and then they yes. found him like they were able to arrest him like right after yes. she died not very long it, after she uh, died after she basically worked herself nearly to well to death and that's exactly what but happened. because of a lot of her her dedication and the, what she did and then there was also another woman who like actually did the reverse genealogy she is the one who like did the science and and the reason why it happened was so hard. The reason why we bring up uh, this woman is because she brought the, a community of people together. She took a decades-old cold case collection of files, and she connected with families and victims' families and extended relatives, and she kind of put the spark back in a lot of people mm-hmm. to get this shit figured out. Like, oh, well, you know, somebody's covering it. This is this is we can finally get the exposure that we need, and we can get possibly or gain extra resources and because of that type of attitude and because of that true crime related like passionate energy to fix things you i mean honestly sometimes i mean we put a lot of faith in our justice systems and our police systems and the way that we kind of like to imagine that things are taken care of but oftentimes action from the community and from the individual makes an entire world of difference and this is a great yep. example of like how that worked out and that's complete tangent we also have to be complete tangent. very yeah there also i was that the guy from that was accused by like internet web sleuths though that was a part of the boston bombings of the boston bombings he some guy was accused by web sleuths he ended up taking his own life because he was being so horrifically like harassed and bull- harassed yeah on the internet that yeah so be careful like don't harass people do diligent work if you are a sleuth of any kind like don't harassing anybody for any reason is not okay be better than that even if they harass people don't don't stoop to their level it's not that's worth it that's it's fair enough cool. yeah it doesn't get am, good work done. i am not for condoning harassment on any level so mm-hmm. I, 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 that's Sorry, a good I wasn't point thinking that you were. I no, just, <laughs> I know, I know. But in my mind, I think passionately, but there's also the realistic side of how somebody else might take that and go with it. Yes. And so mom I think mentality happens on the internet all the time, constantly. And I see this and I have to do something about this because can I can be do something about it. Exactly. Know? Yeah. Oh, I found out about this thing right now and I, my emotions are automatically triggered because it's a really sensitive and hard subject. So I am immediately going to have this really strong emotion while well, I better claim that this is my view, even though I haven't done adequate research and I am going to blast all over the Internet. If anybody tries to you know, come at me for my my beliefs in this, I'm going to fight them tooth and nail because I am correct. My emotional reaction to whatever this subject is, is the correct reaction. And I cannot learn past this because I had... Yeah, we're going off on a tangent. It go- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
really it's really bothersome and i hate it the is very bothersome and it's, it's rotting well, it's rotting everything it's i as well you know as you know as a as a a millennial i i embrace the internet and i i embrace the a free flow of information but with all of that you know, with all the rainbows and sweet little unicorns and fairy princesses, you're going to get the shit and the dirty, disgusting undergrowth mm -hmm. of life. You're going to get the opposite of what you ever imagined. You have to be, in this day and age, you have to be prepared for not only your opinion, but the opinion of millions of others. And I, I always kind of admire those people in a weird way who are like, you know what, I feel this way and I'm going to rep represent myself this way and fuck what everybody else thinks. Fuck what you think. Fu like, this is my fucking opinion. In my mind, the entire time I go to post something online or say something to my friends or family, and I have said some pretty offensive things in my life, at this point in my life, every time I try and say something, I have this brief moment of going, is what I'm about to say beneficial for those around me? and not just some kind of sick, cruel joke. Because at some point, I have to represent what I preach. And you can't be the best of both worlds when it comes to being an extreme person who doesn't care about other people's feelings and mm -hmm. also trying to keep their feelings into consideration and be respectful. Honestly, there's no middle line there. You either you either are a respectful person who cares for the opinions of those around you and you can actually articulate and have a conversation with other respected members of the community or you can be a fucking dick who doesn't care what anybody thinks and just say what you want to say for the sake of shock value. And I, and I know that's really attractive to people. I do. I get it. It is. I've been it there. Is. It is. I it's, a very, it's an odd freedom to be like, this is who I am. You know, whatever. And there's a place for that. There's absolutely a place for that. But at the same time, we also need to find a way as a society to say, I was wrong or I learned something else or I, I, I gathered more information and I have grown from my position that I took before. And like I can change my position or I can have two opposing views, but like hold them simultaneously and don't have to hate one for the other. I, it's uh, well, bro. It's called it's called humility. It's called humility. It's like it's it's called it's called <laughs> sacrificing your ego for the sake of a community. You can still say what you want to say and still be an individual and be as authentic as you can possibly be and be respectful to those around you. I don't know how we got here. I don't know either. We've been t we were talking about people randomly bursting into flame, and now we're just. Well, I guess we're kind of bursting into flames. At the moment, so <laughs> I think it. Well, I think I think our I think our discourse is actually something worth talking about. So, I think oh, absolutely, right. I'm not upset we're about doing it. Right. I'm not upset about it. But I just can't remember. I, I can't to. tie it into an original fact <laughs> or an original point. Is I think so. That's my point. Is like I want to be able to like like podcast wise be able to be like. And so the reason why we talk about this is because. <laughs> but in my mind, I'm like, well, fuck. I don't remember where the fuck we were at, and I know I can't tie it in. But you know what? It's still fucking important. <laughs> it is. It is. And you know what, guys? Just like try and be a little bit better today than you were the day before. That's all I'm I mean, saying. That's all, it's okay that's to grow. All, that's okay to change. Just so you know, it's good. It's good. It was recorded that Buddha 
once said, if you were the same person at 55 that you were at 20, then you have not grown and you have not lived. You are not supposed to be the same person your entire life. You are supposed to grow and adapt and break down and dismantle and rebuild and reconstruct. You are supposed to grow. Mm -hmm. And in the Buddhist ideal, be the best version of that self that you can be. Be good to others. Be good to yourself. Be good to the, the, the environment around you. Just do your best. Exactly. Just, it is very simple. Do your best. And Anyways. You even you might, know, like, at 25, be doing your best and then get to 30 and be like, well, I can do even way better than that. But that doesn't mean that you were necessarily doing bad, unless you were doing bad, at 25. You just didn't have the capacity to be as good as you can be the further you go in life. It's constant change. It's constant working on yourself. And it's and a I do, fucking I do, path and a journey. And it takes do, a long time. But I do want to point out that it doesn't have anything to do with your financial status or where you are socially. When we talk about being the best version of yourself, we are talking about the person that you fall asleep with every night, regardless if you have a partner or not. Mm -hmm. When you fall asleep and you put your eyes and your neck and your cheeks on that pillow and you close them and you get ready for bed, no matter who you are holding, you still only fall asleep with yourself. Yep. And you... And I keep myself awake with all of the angst and... There's not so angst, many memes. Just like the, the regret and the shame yes. that I carry <laughs> in me from things I did 12, five years ago, you know, however long ago. And yep. it's, but the fact that I, I, I don't know, I, I'm glad I can look back on those things, even though it does like that shame does carry, I can look back on them and be like, I can change and not make that mistake again. This bothers me so much. This didn't maybe used to bother me even a couple of years ago, but now that I look back on it where I am now, now it bothers me. And I can now move past that and say goodbye to that right. negative aspect that I view as a negative aspect of my life. Maybe nobody else sees it. But it doesn't matter. I know I can do better than that. And I'm going to... I love myself enough to want to do better than that. <laughs> we, can, we can keep saying anyways, but I'm just going to keep going back to the same point. And I just want to say to you, Lainey, that you are one of the most remarkable human beings that I have ever met before in my entire life. And you continuously surprise me every single day. And you surpass me in... in, in, in emotional and cosmic years you are my my younger sister but you are far older than i am and you will always be like a representation of the attitude to thrive towards and i just need you to know that why are you trying to make me cry though well you know mental <laughs> health is important i don't feel like people hear enough about how good they are and we should have a whole episode on just self-esteem and love yes i'm telling you because fuck we, this, man. We both struggle with it all the time, like, personally. And, yeah. Like, at my... I'm just so, so, so happy to share my life I, with you. Even though we're states away. And... That hasn't really still, changed like, we, much. Like, it, like we've, all, we, we've, we've been still states away together. since we still, 2012. <laughs> we still, like, play video games almost you know each week and do the podcast and like talk every single day and it's just like like you said your boss like you know said that she thought we were in a relationship together because so, we have yeah. a relationship together it's just I was platonic 
I was telling Lainey earlier today, I was like, so I've been, you know, I started a new job and I love it. And my boss, you know, she's, I, I work with a bunch of women, so they're just super, super supportive of one another. And I just happened to be talking about Lainey and I was like, oh, but I don't talk about Lainey like she's a friend. I'm like, oh, my sister. Oh, this, my sister, that, my sister, this, my sister, that. And so, you know, I've been talking about Lainey for weeks with my boss and I'm, you know, because we, we spend a lot of time together outside of my work and, you know, we make the podcast and we're constantly trying to figure out new things and we just kind of vent to each other and use each other as a, a, a wholesome resource for one another. And it was earlier that as I was talking about, as I was talking about her, my boss was like, at, at one point or another was like, oh, so she's not your, she's not your sister. Like that's. Like, that's your friend? And I just remember going, oh, yeah, you know, and (laughs) (laughs) because because my boss thought that at first she was my girlfriend and then she was my sister. And now she realizes that she's just a friend because the way that I talk about her at work is just so (laughs) impassioned. And I'm like. But also, that's just what what's going on in my life. Like, you're what's going on in my life. Yeah. Like, And you know what? I just want to point out to everybody, and I know that this might be a privilege in some ways, but if you do have a best friend, regardless of gender on any part, right now, send them a message and tell them how much you love them. Please. Please. Nobody hates to hear it, and it makes you feel better. It makes everybody feel better. And Lainey is my, is my, like, my, my platonic sister, best friend, cool bro, dude. That kind of, yeah, you know, like, all of it. Like, I've never met another human being. It's like, so my mother always used to say this thing, and I've always told Lainey this. uh, My mom said to me, you know, if your father ever dies, I'm going to do it in the main accent. If your father ever dies... You know, I'm not going to fucking marry another man. I ain't going to deal with that shit. Like, I'm just not in the mood for it. You know what I want, though? I want a fucking nice person that I can sit in a porch with in a rocking chair. And I don't have to fucking talk to him. And we're just having a couple cocktails. And that's it. And this, this, this I want a lake. I want it on a lake. And it's an enclosed porch. And I don't want to fucking talk to him. I just want to have a couple drinks. And that's going to be Lainey. Like, we're just, you know, obviously we're going to feel a little bit more impassioned than how I've described my mother. But <laughs> just a tad, just a tad, because we're gonna be sitting on a porch, looking out just at the water, non-stop talking though, and just yeah, we're chittering. We're gonna we're gonna be chittering. <laughs> but I just laugh because my mother's like, I don't need anything out of life but somebody to fucking have a cocktail with and sit on a goddamn porch. That's what Lainey. And is we found me. that early in life. We did. How fucking like lucky. Jesus Christ, we're so lucky. I love you so much. Yeah, you're all mm. right. Yeah. Yeah, that's what they say. <laughs> I mean, do you want to do you want to talk about spontaneous combustion? Wait, wait, hold on. <laughs> are you are you fucking telling me that you're not done? No, <laughs> no, I'm not close to done. You stopped me like in middle of sentence. <laughs> We went off at like a 15, 20 minute tangent. I thought you were done. I thought we were in the conversation phase. I kept trying to say anyway. And you're like, I don't care how many times you say anyway. I'm going to keep talking. It's like, okay. I legit thought that it was because it was my turn to talk. No. We haven't even discussed our ideas on spontaneous. We haven't even talked about spontaneous combustion this entire tangent. All right, let's go.
I'm sorry, oh, Lainey, 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 you need to get your shit together. Ooh. Like, come on. Yeah, you're, you you're to- right. You're absolutely right. So as a refresher, <laughs> what we had just been <laughs> talking about was the percentage of water that is in a human body. <laughs> That's where we left <laughs> off, and somehow we're here now. <laughs> that segue right there, like an English Ooh. an English professor would be. <laughs> anyway, is just typed out across the entire page with like twenty four A's. Segue. Okay. Boom. <laughs> so. Recap here. Men have more water. Women has have less water because they have more fat. And so, blah, 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 blah. That's basically what we talked about. So because most humans, by percentage, over, are over half water, it makes us very difficult to burn completely. Our flesh and felt fat melt away <laughs> relatively easily, especially since fat is an accelerant but our bodies are typically difficult to destroy with regular fire. So it takes constant and precise heat to be reduced to ashes. In almost all of the cases of SHC, the bodies uh, had been, had not been burned for prolonged periods of time and the combustion apparently happened rather quickly in the U S each state has a different regulation for um, how human remains are cremated and what the temperatures are. But most adult bodies across the country are cremated between 1400 and 1600 degrees fahrenheit for usually a minimum of two hours but usually it's it's more depending on the size and weight of the person and as previously stated a majority of the supposed shc victims were overweight and they were all adults so had less water so now let's go into some of the theorized explanations for the blazing phenomenon Due to the presence of alcohol in almost every victim and the religious views that the most of the world holds, it was very common for people to blame the victim and claim that they were being punished by God for their sinful ways. In short, it was divine intervention that set these people ablaze, striking them down for all their self-indulgence that they found at the bottom of a bottle. I think it's safe to say that we can rule that one out, though. I think we can maybe say that's not the cause. <laughs> Jesus didn't mind alcoholics. He hated tax collectors. Just want to yeah, point he that made out. wine. <laughs> Another supposed explanation is one that is often brought up in, a, in the occult world to try and justify or explain odd goings on. That would be Satan lightning. <laughs> ball lightning? Like ball like <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Sorry, and it is almost exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> a, a, a Hadouken? You know, like coming at you. Oh, about the size of a medicine ball covered in teats. All right. Anyway. <laughs> ball lightning is a rare and unexplained phenomenon described oh, is it? as. Oh, is it? <laughs> yes, it is. It is. It's very rare. And some interesting people have seen it. And it's been attributed to many a. Uh, catastrophe when you say and some interesting people have seen it it makes it makes me automatically just assume that they're not credible 
I mean, <laughs> depends. How and credible do you find Aleister Crowley? That sounds like something Fox News would say. You know what? And we heard this from some very <laughs> credible, interesting sources. Yeah. <laughs> I have become Fox News. <laughs> or you or now you swore to destroy. <laughs> no, you you've become coast to coast. Do you know? What oh, coast perfect. To coast is? Yes, yeah. I yeah, do. You're not Fox. I would never oh. compare you to Fox News. I have too much respect for you. I but you compare me to coast to coast. So so much respect. <laughs> It's like a Fox News met PBS. It's a bizarre thing. It's so good. It's so good. All right. Woo. So ball lightning is a rare and unexplained phenomenon described as luminescent spherical objects that vary from pea-sized to several meters in diameter. Though usually associated with thunderstorms, the observed phenomenon is reported to last considerably longer than a split-second flash of lightning. The Chronicle of... Hmm. Gervais Gervais That's <laughs> what we're going with The Chronicle of Gervais Ger- of Canterbury Okay what? Okay Okay I was gonna tr- I was gonna try and help you pronounce it I don't know if it was Gervais, Gervais? Like, like Gervais like Ricky It Gervais? might be Oh my gosh You know what It might be Ricky Gervais when you, like, So you know you know, It was Gervais yeah. When you were saying it I was like Sounds like that's what it should be We're gonna say <laughs> it is the Chronicle okay. of Gervais of Canterbury, an English monk, contains what is possibly the earliest known reference to ball lightning, dated June 7th, 1195. He states, quote, a marvelous sign des- descended near London, consisting of a dense and dark cloud emitted a white substance. So physicist Emertius em- Emertus? These people. Physicist Emertus, uh, Professor yeah. Brian Tanner, and historian Giles Gasper, Jasper, of Durham University identified the Chronicle entry and as possibly describing ball lightning and noted its similarity to other accounts that grew into spherical shapes under a cloud from which a fiery globe fell towards the river. Even the magician Aleister Crowley wrote about his experience witnessing ball lightning, saying, I noticed with what I can only describe as calm amazement that a dazzling globe of electric fire, apparently between 6 and 12 inches in diameter, was stationary about 6 inches below and to the right of my knee. As I looked at it, it exploded with a sharp report of quite impossible to confess and quite impossible to confuse with the continuous turmoil of lightning, thunder, and hail, or that of the lashed water and smashed wood, which was creating a pandemonium outside the cottage. I felt very slight shock in the middle of my right hand, which was closer to the globe than any other part of the body. So, that's Aleister Crowley. <laughs> I know. I, I I love that you did that whole thing. I I didn't actually expect a quote from Alistair Crowley. I feel like mine you gotta. is far. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. So as if the thought of spontaneous bursting into flames isn't odd and outlandish enough, let's just throw another unexplained phenomenon on top of it all and claim bolt lightning. Yeah. 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 All right. Let's yeah. do that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Other claim, others claim that SHC is due to the presence of high geomagnetic activity, basically saying that the wrong people are in the wrong place at the wrong time, which causes them to catch flame because of geomagnetic, a geomagnetic storm that is occurring around them. And let's be honest, 
I will be honest. That is as far as my understanding of this stretches. I am not going to pretend like I know anything about geomagnetic activity. It's clear I don't. You really don't deserve to listen to me bumble my way through it. So you're welcome. I, ca- I kind of know a little, a little bit, but that's just two separate interests. <laughs> well, if you have questions about geomagnetic activity, please email us at contagiouscuriosity@gmail.com, and Kat will answer your emails. This is not a sarcastic bitch at all. There's no, no sarcasm. There's no. no sass. I don't. She means have any she means sass. every bit of it. And even if I have to outsource the email, <laughs> I'm fucking going to now. I will answer. <laughs> I will answer everything, everything you have to say. Okay, so now we come to my favorite explanation. This is my okay. absolute favorite of spontaneous human combustion. <laughs> it is absolutely <laughs> the least likely. <laughs> it's poltergeist activity. <laughs> I love it. This is just it's ghosts. It's ghosts. It's poltergeist. They're blowing you up. It's blowing you up. So. <laughs> let's be honest though let's be honest if there is ever anything weird going on that cannot be explained like right away and you come to me in all seriousness to blame it on either ghosts or aliens we're gonna get along very well we're gonna get along very very well i may not come to you for yeah. advice but we are gonna be hanging out oh no we're gonna be i friends. like the way you think yeah you're in the cir- <laughs> you're in the circle now you're in the circle now and own your shame i'm gonna bring you up on that shit I'm going to oh, bring please. you up on it, and I'm going to mention it in public. I'm going to be like, this is my friend so-and-so, and they believe in ghosts. Let's talk about it. You know, let's, and let's uh, we're going we're gonna, we're gonna to get okay. out of the way. You know, we're going to talk about it. We're going to have it's a good great. time. And then, and then I expect because to that, toast that way wedding. you It's like, you know, opening up with pimple popping like we discussed before. It's like you get it right oh, out of the fu- way. If you don't want to talk to me about ghosts, I don't want to hang out with you. So. Fucking Lainey. Fucking Lainey. The pimple popping. What? You don't like it? (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. I just want to acknowledge. It is now July 21st of 2022. Exactly 9.30 p.m. And you were just now asking me if I dislike the pimple popping videos (laughs) that you have been sending me for years. 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 You are a fan of pimple popping pages on our own business continuous <laughs> curiosity Instagram. You have you I go on our Instagram and the first thing I see is like some gnarly ass weird foreign video of somebody I, popping the nastiest <laughs> fucking sit. I, I, I don't I don't register ever any less Oh there's one time Nick and I were on the we were on the train into into New York City or coming back from the city and I was just watching a pimple popping video. It was like a, a big old extraction on the head, and I was just minding my own business, watching my video, sitting there. And the guy who was working on the train like sat down next to me, and like because it was almost empty, and like peered over and looked at my phone and audibly yelled at me. Like he was joking with everybody because there were only like five people on the train total. So he and he was just like a goofy guy, but he was like, "Ah, oh, ah, oh, what are you doing watching that in public?" It's like, dude, what are you <laughs> looking at my phone? <laughs> 
why are you doing that in public? Excuse me, sir. Let me enjoy my shame in privacy. Wait, not to like further go off on another tangent, but did you see the video of the woman who was like breastfeeding her cat on the plane and the passenger was freaking out trying to convince like, he's like, no, it's a cat. And she's like, oh, can you stop filming me? And like, wouldn't show people the baby because she was breastfeeding a cat on the plane. It's a lot. It's a lot. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I agree with the guy for freaking out, for not wanting to like let it go. I, I wouldn't be able to let it go. So, so no, this bitch is breastfeeding a cat. I don't breastfeed your baby in public all day. You don't even have to cover up. I don't care about that. But like you're hiding it on a plane and it's a cat. There's a lot wrong with this picture. All right. So, like you need medical attention. And okay. I'm not the person to give it to you. And I don't want to be stuck next to you for up to like 12 hours on a plane. <laughs> Why are they I, on I a plane it. for 12 hours? Where are they going? Where are they going? I don't know. I just made up an arbitrary time. Okay. I wouldn't well, I want to be stuck on a plane well, with her for two hours. She's obviously, obviously, if I'm asking you that question, it's because I've, I've, I'm already thinking about this and thinking of all the excusable reasons, obviously, to breastfeed a cat. But there are none. Um, I'd have to see the video for myself. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd. <laughs> I will and, um, send it to you. We we drink we drink we drink cow's milk. We just don't drink it from the teat. It, it, the whole thing is a bit odd, but so isn't okay. drinking milk. So isn't drinking milk. <coughs> you know, you gotta like, yeah. I'm I'm not gonna get into it. We're gonna continue. I'm gonna finish this fucking presentation. Okay. I can't believe I can't finish believe this. Uh, you're I, not, are we I even gonna have time? time? Like we've already been recording for an hour and thirteen minutes. I think we'll be fine because you know how I get through things. We're gonna oh be fine. God, I'm so sorry. Okay. Okay. We're okay. Well, first done. of all, first of all, what's wrong with our podcast? Are you saying that Nothing. there's something wrong with our? Exactly. No. We're <laughs> doing fine. Oh, I wish people could have seen that face. That was a beautiful face. All We're right. doing fine. I'm diving back in. Diving back in. I'm getting back in. <laughs> the physical body movements of me miming, diving back into my work is it helps. It helps bring the focus in. <laughs> Breasts. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> now that we've taken a look into some of the more outlandish explanations, let us turn now to science. Shall we? Shall we, Cat? I think we shall. You're so. going to be such a good teacher, I tell you. <laughs> God. This is, yeah, it's going to be fun. I, I can't wait. I'm very excited. <laughs> Anyways, kids, now that we've done this exciting thing, <laughs> let's do the next really exciting thing. Yeah, actually, that's wor that works for me. I'd let you teach my children. Um, in a heartbeat. I wouldn't even quite. I'd, I'd, I'd just give them to you. There you go. Yes, give me your children, please. <clears throat> in the world of science... Spontaneous human combustion is looked at as a joke or simply as mere ignorance on the examiner's part. Many believe that the historical accounts are not much more than folklore that have been distorted over time to fit the narrative of the phenomenon, or like I said, just a complete lack of understanding of science. There have been many studies over the years that, to try and determine just how much danger we are all in and if any one of us could potentially just be walking down the street and turn into human torch. But none could repl replicate or prove that SHC is a real threat. Sorry, I had to burp. 
<laughs> including an extensive two-year research project involving 30 historical cases of alleged SHC that was conducted in 1984 by science investigator Joe Nickel and forensic analyst John F. Fisher. Nickel and Fisher found in their research that the stories they studied had been altered for greater effect and more than off, more often than not, things like an open flame, such as a candle fireplace or lit cigarette, were often left out of the retellings of the tale. Many scientists speculate that if SHC was a true medical anomaly, it would affect more than just humans and that there should be cases of animal catching, animals catching fire if it were true. But, to, to a little rebuttal, this brings us back to one, if not the most important, component of SHC, which is the presence of copious amounts of alcohol. We as humans don't have a whole lot of first-hand experience with alcoholic animals running amok. However, there are some wild animals like monkeys who eat fallen fermented fruit with the purpose, for the sole purpose of getting a buzz on. They, they know what they're doing. They're going for it. And the biggest problem with this theory is that no one has enough time on their hands to follow and record every drunkard monkey in the world to be sure so not even the great sir david attenborough has that time on his hands so i'm not saying that it's probable or even likely but it may just a little may be possible we just you know aren't aware of them because we don't know a whole lot of alcoholic animals one of the leading explanations is something that you talked about but i don't know do you know what the actual name of it is of the of the body and the fat burning acting as an accelerant like a lamp does it have something to do with adipose in the title of the name no it doesn't it's called okay. the wick effect mm. it's basically exactly what you first started talking about so it's the partial or total destruction of a human body by fire when the clothing of the victim soaks up the melted human fat and acts like a wick for their candle is believed that ah, this is the yes, real culprit yes. yep yes 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 right makes sense this is believed to be the real culprit behind shc because all it takes is one small ember from the fireplace or a lit cigarette to catch a victim's clothes on fire like how whale blubber was used in lamps like we talked about the fat acts as an accelerant the fat not fact <laughs> acts as an accelerant and keeps the flam flames alive the clothed human body acts like a inside-out candle with the fuel source being human fat that is on the inside and the wick being the clothing of the victim that's on the outside hence there is a continuous supply of fuel in the form of melting fat seeping into the clothing or furniture so taking this into account that the majority of victims who allegedly suffered from shc had low mobility because they were either drunk elderly obese or all three it's likely that they couldn't move or they, when they caught fire and that yeah. helped keep the fire localized and contained right. to one exactly. one exactly. space. Um, one. Oh, as I've mentioned, one of the hallmark traits of SHC is that there is very little fire damage to the victim's surroundings. Mm -hmm. Many claim that the only surrounding damage is to the ceiling oh geez i lost my place i'm so sorry like immediately no it's fine like, is so the, like yeah when the where the it's smoke to the ceiling, rises yeah up. directly above them and then maybe a, like a little bit of burnt beneath them like the floor which is ridiculous which is ridiculous because honestly if somebody is literally fucking on fire 
the idea of anything yeah. being local and centralized seems a bit obscure. Yeah, exactly. And like, it's, like so how, it's, how bizarre it's, a slow burning candle. And when you use fat and like the, mm-hmm. the, 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 the whole, the lard aspect and of it, things, it does. It's, it's a low flame. It's a hot flame and it doesn't spread out like wildfire. Exactly. exactly. It stays because like lamp fuel. Well, I, I talk about it later, but like, um, Exactly. Even wildfire, the only reason it spreads sideways is because there's something to catch. There there is a spread. Fire, like flames itself, burn up. No matter what kind of fire it is, flames shoot up, not sideways. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so, like, if you have, like you said, that candle, that that perfect fatty human candle that is, you know, soaked in enough fat and alcohol, if they're obese, they've got less water in them. You know, it's just Mm -hmm. all of these, like, little bits of... All the elements are there. Mm Mm-hmm. And... uh, Yeah, it's crazy. And, like, most things, like a house fire, why it spreads is because it catches on to, like, you know, drapes or curtains or other furniture or something, you know, like, when it goes up, it'll take what's on the wall but if which it's is funny because that's why central. i'm saying it's it's well because you said because you said that most of the time in the police reports like they would come in and they said that there was like a film there was a film on the wall and mm-hmm. there there was like yeah the moisture. Makes sense, the moisture in the film moisture. and so you have to imagine to yourself and and as somebody who enjoys fire and knows fire and know how arson works and is you know it's one of those types of things where like if some if a, if an entire room and your local surroundings are not going to light up in flame around you you have to take into consideration the other aspects biologically that would make it so yep. and the human body in the conditions that you've described lower moisture levels because not so much water higher fat content Age, you know, uh, age. Well, lack of mobility. So, like, if they they're moved, not going to fight it. There's the they're potential to like light other things on fire, you know, or put themselves out, you know. But because of the lack of mobility, they're in one centralized like. Uh, <laughs> so, if the Wick effect is truly the hidden culprit behind a lot of, if not all, of these documented cases, whatever the body is resting upon. Um, be it furniture or the floor would only catch fire and burn if there was enough of the fat that seeped into it and that doesn't always happen because the assumed by the time the body has had time to burn all of that way it, the, all of the fuel has been for the most part like taken up or already burned up mm-hmm. and so that brings us to our next suspected culprit bones We already discussed how it takes intense and high prolonged heat to burn healthy human bones to ash and the fact that the majority of people who succumbed were elderly women. But what we haven't mentioned is osteoporosis, which brittles the bones and makes it crumble to ash much faster than healthy bones. And because most of the recorded known cases of SHC happened before osteoporosis was even discovered, there is no way to know for sure just how many of the lessed, the alleged SHC victims suffered with it. So no matter what, you've got to have a whole mixture of the perfect soup. Even if, you know, you argue that spontaneous human combustion is a thing, like, it's still got to be, you know... 
Like, they, they, it's ball lightning is what it's described as, or a poltergeist, or all of the geomagnetic, you know, activity. You have to have all of these things coming together if that's what you believe and you want to fight that it is this real phenomenon. You know, and if it is, you know, completely explainable, so you gotta have the wick effect. You gotta, you know, have all of these little things come together to make it this perfect crime scene that resembles what we know as spontaneous human combustion. So the fact that they happened at all in their stories about them and recorded, and it's not automatically... So that, in a way, is why I think that they're real. Is because even though it might not be like this, what we automatically think of a spontaneous human combustion where you just like spark for no reason you just automatically right, like right. implode for absolutely right. no reason no the reason that's the well that's the folklore of it is that like your it just your body like yes. lights up like like a match stick i i feel like wick effect and spontaneous human combustion are basically the same thing it is except there's more science behind the wick effect it's just branded differently with an explanation of fat and burning and you know that type of thing but it's basically the, right. the conditions to make the wick effect happen and not have the surroundings burnt in any way or like you know that people would as are have a hard time finding the culprit that is spontaneous human combustion to me you know not i'm not saying does that make sense what i'm trying to say no it does is that no, even it though does. it's explainable it because all of the things had to happen in a perfect way for the wick effects to come off and look like there is no like then that spontaneous human combustion as we know it even though now it's explainable so that you're saying Yes, so you're saying that the bizarre circumstances that are one in how many thousands and or millions occur, and it requires a human being, a specific type of human being, to literally become yep. a human candle, Yep. are very and so few far between and recorded that still, even in 2022, it is speculation because there's just literally not enough scientific data or evidence to be able to mm -hmm. prove that it's right. But those who are educated and aware of it know that it is still possible. They just can't study it because the data doesn't fucking exist, but the logic and science behind it truly does in the right circumstances. And it's really hard because a lot of the stories are known to be altered to like be able to. There's no. Um, how many? How, uh, how many of the called? stories that you told? How many of the stories that you told tonight were like more the than Michael, twenty years old? Let's put it that. The way. Michael Faherty one was the earliest one. That was in 2010. The one in Ireland. Okay, but that's the last one, and beyond that, we're talking billions of human beings, one. billions of human beings on the planet. You were able to truly tell. A fistful of stories. This the data yeah. is just not there. Oh, but there's it's not many improbable. more. But yeah, none are. None of it's them not are improbable. Recent. I, I, I tend to subscribe to the belief that it is the wick effect, and maybe like you know because yeah. crazy random happenstances happen that there is another explainable reason of something like that that happens to happen with the wick effect to make there. it this perfect caco you know cacophony of just like this is crazy you know i, I do you know what i mean like i i think that's that also it's the mind explainable and you don't just randomly for absolutely no reason burst into flames that i don't believe is a thing i don't think you just for just you know going about your life i think you have to have alcohol i think you have to be in the right circumstances you have to you know have all of 
these things line up to be the specific kind of person for it to happen and it just not it's not going to just happen to anybody and it's like there is a science behind it if that makes sense i it's basically explaining magic i absolutely 100 percent agree with you apart from the realistic approach of it was just fucking murder yeah and it wasn't <laughs> doc- lightning cat and, and poltergeist. well <laughs> okay those are two very 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 specific stories <laughs> out of everything that you've said but you have to think about it in a realistic approach of this is the evidence that we have literally everything that we do as a society is evidence-based and so like what is before us and what can we use? And Should be nowadays, anyway. and it may, may not be the 1700s or the 1800s or the 1900s, but I can certainly say that some of those, some of them men could have easily said, she was a witch and it would oh, have yeah. been just as scientifically proven. There was something more to it. And of course the environment and the time, there's so many factors. Like you said, there has to be a magical cacophony. That is the best way to literally address the fact that this weird freakish anomaly is not impossible. If these boxes are all checked. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and in my mind, I'm like, and I, and in my mind, I'm like, and also, you know, the boy probably killed her, you know, like, (laughs) or, you know, or, or, you know, the maid, like the maid probably like lit the bitch on fire and was like, oh my God, what happened? Yeah, yeah, that's the thing is like, who knows? Hundreds of years ago, hundreds of years ago, told over like multiple different languages too. So like, it's, it's so... I do want to say that the idea of, and, and, and ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if you know this about myself, but I am a thick, thick woman. (laughs) And according to my Samsung watch, which I don't have on right now, I am a lot of fat. There's a lot of fat in my body. And I try and imagine that one day I might just literally let on fire because of the amount of alcohol I may consume paired with the fact that I am literally just fatness and then paired with you wear well, a lot of layers yeah I wear I have so <laughs> many layers bro and a friction the friction because I'm also an active person believe it or not all these factors still a very active person what if friction lights my clothes well, on fire and you I have just good mobility the flames <laughs> I have good, you still have good mobility so <laughs> hey Google hey Google please please call 911 Hold on, I have to check my phone, though, before it actually does. <laughs> I was to say, Jesus Christ. But that's, you know how it's going to be. I'm going to be on the floor one day. I'm going to be like, hey, Google. I'm Help, sorry. I'm I, can't I can't hear you. Up. Hey, hey, Google, I'm sorry. Can you please repeat? Go, go, Google. <laughs> and then you try me for the last time. And then just flames. Yeah. And then just... You just like as the Google Home is like melting, her voice is just distorting as your body melts it. Tell my sister she was <sighs> right. <laughs> oh God! Texting so Deanna, you <laughs> were right. You're. Not- By the way, there's, but, 
by the way, Deanna is my actual blood sister, and I love her so much. Yes. So, <laughs> she's fucking phenomenal. And we all call each other sister, but like mm-hmm. a la- but but Lainey and I have this thing where we're just like sister, 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 sister all the time. Yeah, it's and like so- you know in those annoying movies when you're like no sisters actually talk that way. And that's true. No sisters actually do talk that way. But sisters like Christina Cat and I are sisters like <laughs> It's true yeah. though. Like it, it's, I, it's, honestly, honestly I can't tell you the amount of times I'm like, hey Google, message sister and it's like messaging Deanna Crow. <laughs> and I'm like, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. She wouldn't understand. No, she wouldn't understand. <laughs> hey Google, message 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 poosh bitch ninety seven. <laughs> I just made that up. I'm not telling them your name. They know. I appreciate you. <laughs> Poosh bitch 97. Oh. I'm not quite sure where 97 came from. I don't know. Dadless. But there's 97 of them. <laughs> All right. I'm done. All right. All right. All right. All right. Okay. All right. So to be honest. We have talked an intense amount about this topic, and though I do not want it to stop, it has to. To be honest, I didn't realize how much I had to receive. I, and I wanted it. I wanted it. Like, and we talked about a little bit more in this episode than we planned. I mean, this, is go- this just goes to prove that you have to be open to change and to spontaneous action. Such as, such as combustion, if you will, if, if, if you will, regardless. <laughs> yes, and we, this was definitely not um, the topics that we had planned to break out for our first, you know, multi-parter episodes, but here we are, it just happened to us naturally. I feel like now it'll be easier you know to go forward and do multi episode you know topics which will be good gets us uh prepared throws us into the into the fire well ladies and gentlemen i would love to gab your ear off about another uncomfortable human anomaly topic on our next episode but for now we are going to cut it loose we're gonna let the fish go we're gonna reel in the nets I'm mm-hmm. going to go home to our wives and eat some ramen. I'm going home to my wife. <laughs> and I'm going to go have sex with my yeah. wife. Yeah. <laughs> it's a clue reference. If anybody didn't get that, that's a clue reference. Well, if you didn't get that, then obviously <laughs> I'm not quite sure why you're here in the first place. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> All right. Regardless. It's always wonderful to literally have you here till the end of the episode to be able mm-hmm. to hear the plugs in that we have. You can always find us on Instagram at cat, that's K-A-T, and Lainey, L-A-N-E-Y. And you can find us, an easy topic of conversation on Twitter at same address, cat and A-N-D, Lainey, L-A-N-E-Y, and that's cat with a K-A-T. <laughs> and if you can hear my cat with a C in the background, he's meowing his little head off right now. That's Ramsey. It's my little muffin man. 
He's very yeah. Well, uh, Ram- he's very demanding. Ramsey's our Ramsey's our sound man, and if you ever have issues with the background noise, you can blame the cat. If you have any topics that you would love us to cover, or if you have any corrections that we need to apologize for, because because we don't tend to do things right all the time. Yeah, we're human. We make mistakes. So you can head on over to your email and find us at contagiouscuriositypod at gmail.com and shoot us a message, like Kat said, if you want to get in touch with us for any ideas, you want to send us any short stories, or you just want to say hi. Yeah. Honestly, guys, thank you so much. We appreciate you endlessly. Thank you for listening yet again. We love you, and we hope you have an awesome rest of your week. Cheers! Almost 160,000 pints of Guinness are wasted in facial hair each year.